This week's episode is sponsored by Merrill Lynch, AIG, Fannie Mae, and Freddie Mac. Uh, we will bail out. All bail, give money, give privatize. Money. No, don't privatize. Ching, no, ching. markets are good or bad. I don't know. That's a, that's a that's dick. Help, did you? Dick, help, dick, dick. dick. You're not comprehend. Error, error. What was the movie? warning? Warning. I always thought that in the movie uh, Blade Runner, if they cried, their heads blew up. I never saw them. I mean, I think well, I saw it did. They don't. Uh, but there's always a parody that I've seen where like the robot will start crying and then they'll their heads will blow up. Maybe it's kind of a takeoff on Blade Runner. Anyways, doesn't hmm. matter. A robot parody. Uh, I guess. My, what was my point? Is robot? He, he, oh, he's a robot. I'm confused. I don't know. He is an audio animatron. The markets are good. No, the markets are bad. I don't under dick help. Dip, dick help. help. Dick. Cannot process. Must cut with chainsaw. Big <laughs> logs on ranch. Must oh. clear brand or brush. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't all the great presidents been brush, brush clearers, clearers on the branch? On the I branch. don't know if Clinton was so much of a brush clearer. Oh, he wasn't a great president then. Reagan, oh, LBJ. Reagan, he must have had a ranch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Nixon? Oh, man. <laughs> he must have had a ranch. Huge ranch. <laughs> he had a shit ranch. <laughs> dude ranch. Dude ranch. Um, he was the dude. Uh, I have a so- social uh, quandary. Once, oh, Axabreus? Okay, never mind. Sorry. A social quandary, a situation I found myself in today and actually a few months back where you're trying to exp- ex- ex- you want to tell somebody about somebody else that works, say, in your office or somebody that you know. And you're like, yeah, it's and you can't think of the name. Uh, it's that person. Now, this mm-hmm. person happens to be black. Fat. Oh. So, there's, like, in my office, there's, like, seriously, three black people. The other time it happened to me was with a black salesperson. We only have had ever one black salesperson. So, that guy, or actually today, it was, uh, the, it was, the, it was it's the girl, you know, I just want to be like, it's the black girl. And then everybody be like, oh, you're talking about Jackie. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but so I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, the, you don't want to be p- the girl PC. with the black hair. No, no, no. Yeah. The girl with the uh, the big butt. No, no. The girl with the uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? What's what's? How do you? Is it acceptable to be uh, the black girl? Yeah, of course. Is it? Well, I, I don't see why not. The if color, you were in a white office, if you were in a black office and you were the white guy, they'd be like, hey, it's the white guy. It's the white dude over there. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, and I wouldn't take offense to that because I would be the white guy. You know? I know, but we haven't had the history in the past of. Oh, for God's sake! Be- well, I don't know. For fuck's sakes! Come on, I'm sorry, but you know what? I had nothing to do with slavery. Okay, hello. Well, I'm not in even fact, talking. I live about in the north. I'm not and talking my parents about are from Germany. So what about the Jewish person? Oh my goodness, maybe the I should Jew take offense. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll say, I mean, oh yeah, well she's Jew- put in, Jewish. Put in for the Chinese. I think it was the Jew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chinese. I don't know. Well, I, you know, I actually kind of sometimes run into that at the store, yeah. where it's not quite the same thing, but. Like, well, this woman was in today, and um, we were talking for a long time, and she was very obviously some persuasion of Asian, okay? And I wasn't quite sure which one, and and she started talking about, oh, when I, where I come from, and blah, 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 this and this, and I was like, well, I mean, do you actually just blurt out 
Well, what? Where do you come from? What nationality? I mean, because then I've actually got. Sure. I've done this. Why not? And I've. As and long I've as you gotten, don't be like, I'm American. Of, I've actually gotten that. As long as you don't say like, what part of Africa are you from, <laughs> or or what part of India a, are no, you from? No, that's a big thing. Actually, the people in Africa, so they're always like Senegal. We are from Senegal. Well, that's fine, but and I mean, very very adamant. If, about a, it. if a black dude comes into your store, there's very different parts of Africa. Oh, absolutely. I, I I'm sure there are. I mean, it's like Africa. you're from America. Well, are you. Northern, northern, or northern southern, or southern. Are you from the big city? Or are you a hit? I'm eastern. Oh, I'm from California. Uh, if somebody comes into your store who is black and has a very thick accent, I think it's okay to be like, "Oh, well, where are you from?" But I don't think it's okay to be like, well, "What part of Africa are you from?" Chikchala. Well, no, <laughs> that's, not what that's I meant. probably not. Well, let's okay. see. Okay, so maybe I'm even more sensitive to it than. than I'm from America. You uh, insensitive no, well, like bastard. Like, well, where, what? What part of Asia? Where are you from? What's your, you know? I mean, you don't think that's a that's well, a bad question. What part of the planet are you from? Uh, no. What? Where are you from? Sure. Yeah. What's your What's your nationality? What, Be like, you know? uh, dude, I love your accent. Where are you from? I've, am, I've actually done. I that. am I've, from New Jersey. I've come straight out <laughs> and said that, and and I, but I do kind of stumble over it, and I think oh. that's like a that's a, are we we must learn that. We must totally learn some that. sort of sensitive oversensitivity, oversensitivity, sensitiveness yeah. to. Yeah, well, I think you're kind of brought up maybe in school or I don't know. So, uh, okay, so w- are you worried? Do you think that other people will think, oh, my God, he just called her the black girl? No. Or if she overheard, she'd be like, oh, my God, they think of me as the black girl. I mean, no. what? So, she's a black girl, you know? I mean, and you know what? This is this is what is, is so different in England. Now, I can't say this for sure because I've never been there and I, I've never talked to anybody, but... You watch English television and whatnot, like Doctor Who, okay? Mm-hmm. They don't make a beans about it. They don't. It's black and white. It's like it doesn't make any difference. But they don't call. Who's the who is the black uh, <laughs> who is the black companion? What was her name? Sierra Sensenilla. But they never said like, oh yeah, that's Louisa. my that's my black companion. Well, no. They never addressed the race, but. It's a TV show. I mean, well, it's because there is no there is no race really. But they they're humans. <coughs> but right. the color is different. And and if it's a if it's an obvious thing, oh, it's the person with the red hair. Well, so what? You don't say it's the Irish guy. No, <laughs> it's the person with the black skin. Oh, yeah, it's the girl with the black skin. It's well, that red-headed the, freckly no, guy who I'm black, sure got see, made fun of as a child. Then again, that's maybe that's where it comes from because black skin is like the color of your uh, your a lot, your stereo system over there. Okay. And there there's nobody that has skin that color. Right. Well, that's black. Literally. Right. Oh, it's the brown. So girl. it's the brown skin girl. It's the it's the it's the chocolate colored girl. The chocolate it's the, girl. It's the latte. Well, I'm talking about the latte mm. girl. You know it's what I mean? The, but then it's the coffee with one dash cream girl. <laughs> yeah. Then they be like, Jeremy, you uh, kind of hot for the coffee and cream there? I thought you liked your coffee black. <laughs> I like a little creamy. <clears throat> creamy. <clears throat> so we're drinking Land Shark Lager. Hot Damn. Straight from... Um, Don't bogart that thing. What's Here. his name? Who? Jimmy Buffett. Straight from Jimmy so Buffett's have penis <laughs> directly to your mouth. I, I heard Jimmy Buffett pisses this stuff. In each in each, in each bottle. <laughs> in each bottle. A little bit of Jimmy Buffett love. A little bit of volcano. Oh, a little bit of... Uh, it's, uh, it's spritzing. What's it called? Uh, so have you ever eaten at the Margaritaville? Or what's that? Uh, the three cheeseburgers in paradise? Um, I think I might have. No, oh, well, it's, pretty expensive. it's very expensive. It's it's uh, it's Tchotchkeville, in my opinion. It's got all that shit hanging on the wall and yeah, goofy shit on know, the menu. That's what people like. I don't like that sort of stuff. No. What do you like? You like bare walls? 
You're like black. <laughs> Just, you know what? <laughs> when I was uh, a teenager, I thought it'd be the coolest thing to paint my room black. Yeah. Parents wouldn't let me do it. Well, Jesus. <laughs> I wonder why, you know, in retro. Because I was like, yeah, I'll paint it black. And then when we move, I'll paint it again. You know, now that I'm a little older, oh my God. I understand that it would take like 85 coats of paint to yeah. cover up black. But yeah. I thought that'd be so sweet. Friend of mine's brother actually, uh, Kip was his name. I think he, he painted his room black, and then uh, in the doorways he hung plastic black, plastic tarps. Mm. So that it was awesome though. I went to this party and I got really wasted, and uh, he kind of helped me through it. It was like my very first drunk experience. And uh, the next day we got a ride back to his place, and we slept in this room, and it was just awesome because I woke up at one point. And it, it was, I, I was opening my eyes, but it was just pure pitch black. It was awesome. And I just went right back to sleep. Woke up again, it was like 5 p.m. Wow. And think about it. What do you What do you rise to? You rise to the sun. The sun comes up, and you're like, oh, you know, and it yep. kind of sets off your internal triggers. If you get that sensory deprivation where you just, oh, yeah. Is that, it, what can, time is yeah. it? I don't know. It must still be 8 p.m. or it must still be 12 p.m. I better go back to 12 a.m. I, I better go back to sleep. Absolutely, we're definitely programmed teachers. Yeah, I don't know if that's we're programming our daughters right now. You know, I don't know if that's programming. I think that's just kind of. Have you ever worked like a second or a third shift well, do you job? You reprogram yourself. Of course you do. I worked a second shift job and I never got the hang of it. Well, couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to. You have to do that sensory deprivation thing. You know what I mean? Haven't you ever? Well, haven't you ever stayed up twenty four hours? Of course you have. Stayed up all oh, yeah. night. If I stay up past two o'clock in the morning. That's it. But now I'm not even gonna try to go to sleep because that's it. I'm, I, my clock is reset and I'm up. Oh. I, and so if I sit up sometimes and if I get home and I'm like, oh man, I can really sit down here and watch some some Red Dwarf episodes or read the paper or whatever, and I'll fall asleep like on a college or something. And I wake up and it's like 1:30. I'm like, oh, I better get to bed quick. <clears throat> okay. And then I'm like, shit, I haven't taken a shower. I wanted to take a shower. Well, if I take a <clears throat> shower and I get out and it's like 2:15, I'm like, yeah. See, no. two, two o'clock is pretty much my limit. And when I in my in my past experiences of staying up all night, I will reach that at three a.m., maybe even four a.m. period where it's just so hard to keep those eyes open. But as soon as the sun starts cresting the horizon, whoop, I'm up. I'm awake. I'm I'm ready to go. What else is new? What else we got going on? What what's going on? I don't know. Uh, I came ill prepared today for the podcast. Gen- I mean, all I had was that freaking race thing that is obviously I knew the answer to, but I thought it'd be interesting. Well, no, I mean it is a question, you know, but it, it has it has something to do oh, with, like I you said, our our culture, you know, and our our adversity to to attack that particular question. I, I mean, never. There's still the race card. There's yeah. totally the, look at the, look at the presidential race. There's still a lot well, of people that are playing that presidential Obama card. And they're saying, like, that's nah, exactly right. Racism. I ain't voting for him. He's black. But I never answered your question. You an- you asked me if if, if um, I would consider myself like the racist or I wouldn't want You'd her be to worrying about them over here judging you. Um, honestly, I feel as though I've carried myself in a professional enough manner that nobody would think I was a racist if I said something like that. But to me, it was like that's. I'm thinking in my head like this is the easy way out. There's got to be a different way for me to describe who I'm talking about without. You're racking your brain, and and they're thinking, well, who the hell is he talking? Yeah, who, who the hell is and he talking? And then when they find out, if you if you they're find probably, out, oh, it's the girl that always carries the notebook with the yeah, red yeah. pencil sticking out of it. Oh, you mean the black oh, girl? The black girl. <laughs> You'd be like, 
Uh, I wasn't gonna say that. Black. Oh, Why do you say wait, that? She's black. I don't. I don't <laughs> see color, folks. I. I mean, she's racist. Wow. And then turn and walk away. Actually, on your I'm, heel. I'm colorblind. You know, I can't nice. see skin color. Oh, the human being. Everyone's plaid to me. Yes. <laughs> I. I. I don't. What, what is it? What is it? Oh, no, never mind. I can't even think of it. Duh. I'm you not. I'm not racist. I hate everyone. Oh right, right. What's that? Ich bin gegen alles. No, I am against everything. Is what that means. Ah, well, whatever. Well, that was a quote by W. C. Field. He just said, I, "I'm not. I'm is not it racist. racist or I just hate everything. I'm not a bigot. I'm not a bigot. I'm not a racist. I'm not a something like that. Yeah. Well, ah, look it up, folks. So I don't. I don't discriminate. I'm not. I don't discriminate. I, I hate, hate everyone. Hate just uh, send us an email at tfi at tficast.com if you got the answer to that question. What do we got? Do we do we have anything funny? Noodles. Noodles, Noodles and Incorporated. Company? Noodles and company, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. there was a convention here in Madison or something. Wow. That, like, what so the hell do you think they do at a noodle convention? Well, they talked uh, advertising. They talked new product and blah, 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 blah. I asked her a bunch of questions, and uh, she she seemed to know her stuff. I mean, we talked <laughs> about the, the <laughs> pad thai the? recipe and blah, blah, blah. And Well, anyway, so... But doesn't all that come in, like, a packet? Like they make it, they make it, and then they and then they ship it to other stores. She said. Well, I mean, uh, I don't want to derail you too much here, but I mean, you've been to like various con- business conventions, right? You know where they've got like they well, got the various convention, but just like a meeting. Then, I don't know. Like and they've a, got like other vendors out in the hallway that are like trying. A marketing meeting, you know? Any any. All right. You know, I mean, I don't know. Just trying to imagine a noodle convention. That's all. And not a convention. Just more <laughs> of like a. Me- yes, come on. Yeah, I got my I, noodle swag over here. Kraft is over there on the actually, other side. Actually, I of the got building. some. They gave me a bunch of coupons. Buy one, get one free noodle. But did you get a hat or a pen? No, but I got well, buy one free, get one free noodle that, passes. I got a. That was very nice of them. That sounds those. like a good deal. Yes. So, anyways. But a true convention has t shirts and hats. They had t shirts on. I well, was going to ask her if she'd take it off for me. But hey, baby. <laughs> 15% off at I the monkey for only, your she, t-shirt. She said she was only 23. She looked oh. like she was 24. Well, yeah. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Anyways, uh, so, uh, now uh, I forgot what I was talking business about. Business sucks and the noodle factory Oh, yeah, right. People. She comes in and I'm like, oh, yeah, business really sucks for me right now. Because they're from Milwaukee. They didn't know, you know. And she bought a couple things. She was one of my only customers, actually, today. And I was like, yeah, business is just, you know, in the shitter for me this week. And I'm like, how is it for the noodles? She's like, oh. It's great. It's great. People are totally coming out to eat, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, there's people can't afford to come and buy a, a, a $2 shirt for their kid or a coat for $5, but they can go and throw $50 on a, on a night out at the noodle company. 50 bucks? That's a lot of freaking noodles. Have you been All there? Right, if, you have four, if you have four people, they're about $8, $8, Okay, then you buy a drink for each of your kids and maybe even a dessert. You're talking 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, with a couple of beers. For Nine dad. times four is only like 36. Okay. You don't tip there. You don't tip? <laughs> Not at Noodles and Company. Okay, nine times four plus, uh, and then a, a, a cookie, cookie, and then maybe ice cream. I don't know. Okay, no, okay we're up still, to 36. $36 <laughs> for, one ni- for one meal. That's pretty cheap for a family of four. Oh, Christ. Okay, for a family so of four, sure. Are these the same people then that go to JCPenney and buy you know $36 for one outfit? What the fuck? What, Why can't they come to a secondhand clothing store and, and support the local economy a little bit? Have you been advertising? Nope. Do they know that you exist? A lot of people know it. Of course they do. I've had a lot of... Anybody on the West Side know you pretty good. Yeah, I've had people in from the West Side. Yes. I mean, I don't... Well, that's... Okay, that's another beef that I want to start picking apart here. Um, that's this why. This whole My Menu thing, okay? My Menu? Oh, what's that? It's that thing in the with the pre-made food. Oh, right, 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 right. It's like a... Uh, right, it's like... Right, uh, so... Uh, 
the last catering two for you, weeks, though. if you get the paper, do you get the paper? There's yeah. been huge color them. inserts. My menu grand opening, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, I can't even afford a business card size ad in, like, a weekly, like, a, like a one day in the newspaper. And here are these huge full-color ads every single day. It's, what the fuck? What is their advertising budget? Or, or even or the cars, you know? Or Macy's. You open up the newspaper, full-page color ad every single day for Macy's. Now, an ad like that probably runs $10,000. Do they pull in $10,000? $10,000 for the State Journal? Well, you'd be surprised what advertising costs. Seems you would like be surprised. Seems like a lot of money. Yeah, it does seem like a lot. Well, maybe not $10,000. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe like $5,000, $4,000, whatever. But still, how much? How many fucking sweaters do they have to sell for that? You know? And how much do they make off of each one of those sweaters? And they're paying their rent and their heat and light on that huge building. They're paying all their employees. You know what? What the fuck? I don't understand. You know, I can't. I don't even have an advertising budget. I can't even advertise because I don't make enough money. I make, barely make enough money to pay my rent. I don't understand. It's oh, but but you know the, the government really wants to help small business. It really wants to help small business. Okay, that's my little beef. I'm sorry. I, I don't. The whole advertising thing, it's bullshit. Well, uh, it really so is. We, okay, so you, Chevy. Chevy's the big one. So we shouldn't advertise. Chevy's the big one. Full color back, back page ad on the on the on the Journal Sentinel every single day of the week with with that the guy the football guy. Now how much did they probably paid him a couple million bucks to do that? Chevy's my car. And now they're selling the car. Oh, it's originally twenty five thousand dollars. What's your point? Now though? only eighteen thousand dollars. My point is is that okay these huge car companies all right they they're so big and fat okay and they've been making money for years and years and they employ a lot of people yeah yeah yeah. How can they make a car for eighteen thousand dollars? You know, getting all the raw materials from all around the world, putting it together, the engineering, shipping it, giving it, selling it to you for $18,000, then have this advertising budget that's through the fucking roof. Now, in Madison, how many car dealerships are there, do you think? A lot. Okay, brand 20. new Chevy car dealerships. Maybe three. Well, Chevys. Yeah, three. Okay, so how many of those Chevy Malibus do you think they sell every day? Or the, what, what's the other one? The other... I don't know. Well, whatever. I'm not going to pick on a particular car. I'm saying, how many do they sell a day? Do they really make that much money off of each one of those cars? To, to keep that whole big thing going. And I think that relates back to this whole Freddie Mac bullshit. That no. The fucking economy no. is, is too big. Completely wrong. And it, and it just can't keep going the way it is. Completely wrong. Because how if you have a product and if you're a large company and you make it, you, you spend millions of dollars to make this product and have enough on hand to sell, how can you possibly spread your word? You can't do it through word of mouth. How are you going to let people know? How are you going to raise awareness of your product? You've got to advertise. Are you telling me that you have never heard of a Chevy before? Okay. Uh, when's the last time you saw Tab? Tab used to be advertised all over the place. What's the difference? What are you talking about? They don't advertise for it anymore. And it's, do you think it's if, gone you think by if the Chevy wayside. stopped advertising, it would go away and disappear? If they stop making, they, if they stop, they probably stop making Tab because nobody, nobody bought it. Even no, though they, they still make it. They still make it. Okay, but just you think if they started advertising Tab, it would become popular again? Sure, I bet you it would. Obviously, there's been some demographics done or something that the advertising versus the Tab that they would be able to sell isn't going to weigh itself out. But if, yeah, if they started advertising and taking full-page inserts on hot women drinking tabs, I will bet you tab sales 
would go up. It may okay, not be enough what? to pay for I that bet you what happened is that but somehow go Tab got a bad rap. Well, it's because of that stupid, as- or not aspartame, but whatever the flavor was. Okay, after. and but so they were like, oh, shit, we're not going to make any money off this. We're going to stop advertising. And they're probably just waiting, and then they're going to start advertising. So you're proposing that the world just stops advertising. No, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I said, Jeremy. Well, but you I said, you know what, we should stop okay, all advertising. Wait, 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 okay. No, 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 no. You, you, you've had your Let's mic go turn, back. and Let's it's go. my turn for the mic. What you're saying is that we already know what a Chevy is. We already know what Coke is. We already know what Pepsi is. They should stop advertising. No, did I say that? I did not say that. Well, that's okay. Kind what of I what said, I was, br- I, br- I was kind of like dipping our toe into the water of this right. discussion here, and I said, you know what I don't understand is how they have this all this money to advertise. They're not making any money. They're losing money. Okay, but yet they can they can they can afford all these ads. Okay, here I am, and I. I'm a good, solid business, okay? I, I am in the in the black or the red. I don't ever understand which If you're in the black, you're making money. If okay, you're in the I'm red, in the you're black not consistently, make, okay? Negative. I'm in the black, and I'm doing good business. I'm good for the economy. I'm good for our local neighborhood. I'm doing good things. I'm not, you know, overspending, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But yet, I have no money for advertising. Well, you can get money for advertising very easily. Oh, I could borrow it. Yep. Should I borrow it and go into debt? Is that good business sense? No, look what's look where this is how I said it relates back to the whole Franny fuck me okay. bullshit. Let me because you start going into debt right. by borrowing to advertise to make more money to get your product okay. bigger. Let me and uh, then you go into debt, okay, and then okay, the okay, whole okay, debt sure. structure falls apart because they're all in cahoots with some fuckers we, that are stealing the money. We can get into that, but it doesn't have much to do with advertising. That has a lot to do with mortgages, almost all to do with mortgages but and stock markets. Advertising is is you have to borrow money because you're not making enough <clears throat> to advertise That's not your true. product more. That's not true. Uh, but it, let me, it let me, is. Let me, let me bust out a scenario. You are a music engineer, and you want to produce music, CDs, uh, albums, maybe even record some concerts. You're going to need a $50,000 mixer. You're going to need microphones, which cost $500 a piece. You're going to need 20 of those. You're going to need all of this equipment. And you start doing your books, you need $500,000 and a space to pay rent to do this this is what you want to do you've done your figures and you're like okay i if i am able to somehow get five hundred thousand dollars get all this equipment if i produce this amount of stuff i can be in the black in six years why is that not viable i mean is you mean it, starting from scratch if you have do you starting from zero yeah where are you going to get that five hundred thousand dollars you gotta There's borrow not a it. single bank that's going to give you Starting from scratch, I don't care what kind of a proposal you have. If you don't have connections in the music business, if you don't have at least fifty or to a hundred thousand dollars of liquid cash to put up and say, "Look, this is my collateral," I and I've been well, in the music sure. business for twenty sure. years. Okay, and so I know yes. this guy. And I know this. You guy. have ten percent of the money that you want to borrow. Oh, probably even more than that if you want to borrow five hundred thousand dollars. All right, fine. Let's make it a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Why are we quibbling over amounts? My point is, is that because Steve and how, Audio okay, for so the Arts is exactly. What is a guy that really has a good idea to start a business? It no, starts. You don't. No, 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 no. To, to borrow hundred thousand dollars to even start this little business, you need at least five years' experience. Then that'll prove sure. that you're gonna make up a good businessman. You know what? Am I gonna have to slog through the bullshit bureaucracy that the that the corporate world has built for the average sheep to to be able to live my dream? My dream is gonna get beat out of me by that time. Say you're me. Say you're me, and you've got experience making movies. You've made a couple of movies, and you've got this little paltry setup down here in the basement. And you can you've done the things in your head, and you 
figure you can only go so far and to go any further you're going to need a separate space you're going to need a studio you're going to need equipment you're going to need money I have the five years experience. Okay. I've got a little bit of money that I could use as a liquid down payment. Okay, great. But Do where it. am I going to get that additional capital that I need to get all of that equipment in here? I start start selling your body? Start saving? Just start much, saving. I'll give you 50 bucks if you give me a tow job. Let's just say I need uh, $75,000 oh, to get started. Oh, I don't have that much. I'm sorry. I can what am I going to do? Should I sell my house? Should I mortgage my house? What should I do? Well, it depends. I mean, if this is your dream and that's what you want to do and... Uh, Why is borrowing money a bad thing? Did I say borrowing money was a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I said, you said advertising I said, was a bad thing, and you're saying borrowing money no, is a I'm, bad you thing. Are, you are going black and white on me, my friend. You're you not. are being racist. <laughs> I am bringing up points that are no, great. No, you're not, you're not. I'm bringing up points that are you great. You just said, why would I borrow money? They're just going to beat the system out of me. Is that the only way a guy can make a, mon uh, a living in this in this uh, country? Okay, and I was making a little bit of a point, but I was not saying that, that borrowing was, money is bad. That was a black and white statement, what you made back there. I was I being play emotional. For, you can play it back. You're right, and I was being emotional about a particular idea that I had. I was not saying black or white for that. I was not saying this is my stance on that particular topic. I said, it, 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 that, is a, that is one scenario within the borrowing money. It's also, like you explained, yes, it's a wonderful thing to be able to borrow money. You have to be able to borrow money. You have to live on credit to a certain degree. But it doesn't have to be It doesn't have to be to the point where we have it now, and it doesn't have to be uh, manipulated by, by big power brokers like the way we have it now. And it doesn't have to be manipulated by the huge corporations that are that are completely in debt and thinking, oh my gosh, if we just had more advertising, we have to throw more money in advertising. And and we're, we're completely in debt and we have no more money, but let's throw millions more in advertising. If we could only get Michael Jordan, we could pay him. Tw All right, we'll go to the bank and ask him if we can borrow $27 million to make one ad with Michael Jordan. And that'll change everything. Come on. No. You really think that's going to change everything? And you know what? If they are that, betting their entire business plan on that, that fucking kind of an idea, forget it. They're, that's they're, another they extreme not, example. They did not do their five years. And they're they did probably not, not borrowing $27 million from the bank. They're borrowing it from their shareholders. The shareholders have given them money as in their stock and said, I trust you to take my money. I've bought 100 <laughs> shares. I... Yeah. So you buy stocks, don't you? Yeah. You're, so you're trusting these companies to take your money and make more money with that money. Yeah. So I give them my money, and they say, okay, we've got this big pool of money. We've got $500 million from all of our shareholders. Yeah. Let's take $27 million, and let's buy a commercial. I'm very cynical. And hopefully, we'll make $35 million to pay for that commercial, and we'll be able to give our shareholders a little bit of bonus, and our CEOs a little bit of bonus. Everybody gets a little bit of a bonus. Oh, we lost money. Sorry, shareholder. Your portfolio is not worth much. Sorry, mutual fund investor who thought it was safe to invest in mutual funds. Your retirement fund is gone because okay, so we where, pissed it okay. away. And why did we? Why did that money lose? I mean, there was so much wonderful advertising. It advertising should have been doing great with all that advertising. People should have been eating that shit up. But they should have been drinking tab like it was water. <laughs> but advertising, advertising is necessary. They were, and you know what? It worked. The advertising for all those shitty mortgages. It worked. The people bought into it like crazy. They bought into it left and right, hand over foot. They couldn't buy enough mortgages. But are Bigger you saying house, they couldn't buy a yeah. big enough house? Because it was advertising. Because it was salesmanship. It's not just advertising, and it's, it's not salesmanship. just salesmanship. It was. It was the. It was the markets. It's greed. It's the human nature of greed, and it was the housing market. At one yeah, but, point, in yeah. one point in this housing bubble, 
you were guaranteed to be able to make 10 grand. You could move into a house on Monday and sell it. I'm being extreme here, but move in on Monday and sell it on Wednesday for a $10,000 profit. Yeah. All you no, had to that do probably was get extreme. 0% or what? A zero, yep. what do you call those? The zero, zero yeah. principal loan. And bing, bang, boom, you pay yourself, you know, obviously you're going to hold on to it for a few years. So you pay $27,000 in interest, no problem, because you're going to sell the house for $60,000 more. You can write off that interest that you paid. Whoops. The bubble burst. And there's now, a lot of people that made a lot of money. Now, this is the fault of the consumer and the lenders. I went to the bank when I bought this house. And you don't think it was the lender's fault? No, it I, it just made me think of those girls with the noodles again because we had a conversation about Beanie Babies. <laughs> because Beanie it's Babies, the same, it's the it's same, the same it's the same thing. Same. But it's different when the corporations are fooling little kids into buying five dollars worth of Beanie Babies, and they're fooling these kids that have grown, grown up, up to the point where they're twenty four and they're still thinking Beanie Babies, well, and they buy a house and they think, oh, it's I think the same a, kind of thing. Exactly. I think a lot of people were sold a false bill of goods. I think there were some people in there that were trying to get in for the short haul, buy a house, sell it, make a profit, and move on. But I think there was a lot more people who were like, "Honey, I make this is a great house. This I make eighteen thousand dollars a year. You make twenty thousand dollars a year. We don't make a hell of a lot of money, but we can but afford this big house. Not a necessarily a big house. We can get ourselves something larger than a crap shack. Okay, we can get ourselves a decent ranch house that's two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars." Now, before, when the interest rates were 6%, we couldn't afford it. We just couldn't afford it, or even 8%. But, honey, we can get one of these arms. It's a 3% interest. Uh, we can get a double mortgage right away, so then we don't even have to have a down payment because we'll take a mortgage out on the house immediately and put that towards our down payment. Honey, in seven years, Good schools. the economy is just booming right now, the housing market. If we need to, we could sell this house. Raise, we can take the profit. Cents. We can take that profit that we made, and we can use that as a down payment for our permanent house. What do you think? Oh, I don't know, honey. Sounds like a gamble. I know, honey, but we can do this. This is We can have a house for you, me, and the kid. Well, if that was the case, that would then then I would say, you know what? I would, write, I would write an email right now. I would say, draft an email to George Bush and say, I am all behind your bailing out the panties. I'm the not price. saying that, though. I'm not saying that because... That is a, that is a little bit of the scenario. I'm but not saying that the because... The majority of the scenario is these rich motherfuckers out in California that were like, oh, no, no, I'm going to make I a see, lot of money. Land you speculators. Didn't, you didn't let me Housing finish. speculators. Because the bankers are... Equally, if not more, to blame because even when I went to buy this house, the interest rates were ridiculously low. It was like five and a quarter percent. And they're like, "Why don't you get an arm? Why don't you get one of these zero percent things? Why don't you get? Why don't you buy one of our other products? Why don't you get another advertising salesmanship?" And I was like, "Why? Now, excuse me. Why would I do this? They're they're at five and a quarter. Interest rates have never been this low before. Are they going to go down any farther? Oh, you'd be surprised, sir." And when they said that, I was like, "Come on, do you think I'm retarded?" And I didn't say that out loud, obviously. I'm like, no, no, no. Give me the fixed five and a quarter loan. I will sign on the dotted line. And at that point, they're like, oh, all right. We're just going to sell your loan to Countrywide. They didn't want it. When did you buy this house? Four years ago. It was like about a year or two before the housing bubble burst. You know, what What did the... I mean, I'm going to go a little bit off topic here, and I'm going to be. Fine. I'm going to lay out. A this is the rant cast, motherfuckers. I'm going to get on the uh, the big old paranoid uh, delusions right here. So you got to bear with me a little bit here. Right oh now, boy, it's going to hurt my head, isn't it? Here we go. Here we go. Let's connect it all. Ready? Now I'm going to start at step one. Black people. Step one is black In the people. office. <laughs> yo, yo, we got the Mississippi Blues Delta. Okay. Yeah. Now you got the Mississippi Blues down there from the Delta. There's different kinds of blues because you got. You got shades of blues. You got the blues where you got no money. 
You got the blues where you got no woman. Then you got the blues where you got no woman or no money. That's a double blues. Anyway, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. That's a shitty blues. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm okay. talking about is connecting the dots. Okay, connect them. Uh, I got my pen ready. I forgot what I was talking about. Son of a bitch. Where did you stop? Where did you stop talking about? I stopped with two years ago. They were trying to sell me on a, or four years ago, they were trying to sell me a uh, arm, even though interest rates were at an all-time low. Oh, okay, okay. Here's where I was going to go. Okay. What are the what are the what are the cycles of uh, television? Well, uh, how do they go? Like like season finale, season premieres is like season a one. It's a premiere, one year season seasons. finale. Seasons are like mid 20, season. Okay, so it's like one year. Well, no, one year for like a season. Okay, no, a season then, is like uh, well, what month is it now? It's it's like September to May. But it's usually like a it's considered a year. it's like a school year. It's like one. Yeah, year. it's a school year. Sure. Yes. Okay, and it's it's actually been going on so long this television season thing. Yeah. That it's kind of turned into almost like school. When you think of school in this country, you think of, oh, well, you have elementary school, which is like till you're in fifth grade. And then you have middle school, which is like sixth through eighth. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. you have high school. And that's the way we think of school. Now you go to Japan and they're like, oh, there's this prep school and then there's college. And there's right. only like two grades or whatever. And there's there, like in every country, there's probably different ideas of school, right? Sure. So it's the same. Okay, now think about television. You got you got these seasons but now if you really get into a show and a show is good and it's popular and it's advertised heavily yeah. people are like oh season one was really good but then season two was okay and then they introduced so and so and these season three so it's like four seasons five seasons you really get to know these characters you get to look forward to the next season of your particular favorite show okay right uh-huh I'm now think you. about not sure where this is going okay but now let's make let's make a parallel in the government okay let's make a parallel to uh, presidential candidates. Okay. Now we had we had eight years of Clinton, and the, you know what? The, the rest of the world loved us. America is a great country. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And it was pretty po- prosperous. I don't really know all the things that he did, but it seemed pretty prosperous to me. It, it was it was a good. It time, was a good know? prosperous. Then we time. got this all oh, the 9/11, which was a it was a bad thing. It was a bad thing. Okay. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Now, President Bush. Okay. He has H-W Carl or Rove. W. He has W. Okay. W right yeah okay he's got all his handlers he doesn't know what the fuck's going on nope. he's a little puppet he's he's Pinocchio Daddy look at I'm a prince I'm a principal I'm a president I'm a president <laughs> okay so yes. his ears are getting big and his nose is getting big <laughs> because he's lying <laughs> because the he's mouse with really, the magic feather is gonna make me fly away Dick Dick I don't want to deal with this financial crisis <laughs> not really I'm gonna fly to the ranch <laughs> <laughs> Mr Bush Mr I can't hear you <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these trees. I caught a big fish yesterday. <laughs> Look at the size of this. Mr. President, the, uh, uh, the country's this in financial disaster. I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Can't you see I'm fishing? <laughs> Anyways. And the president pulls in a huge bass. <laughs> um, well, what I think we need to do is catch ourselves a lot of fish. Everybody in the United States ought to relax and, and just go, go fishing. fishing. And if you got some brush, give me a call. I'll be over to help you. It's so cathartic. You just release all your negativity into that axe when you start swinging it at that big old stump. Does he seat. use an axe? I think he uses power tools. He's a power tool man. Buy power tools, folks. He's got his it big feels truck. Good. It's Anyways. cathartic. Um, eight years of presidency. Yes. It's that's like a se- that's like a season. That's uh, no, okay. that's not a season. Okay. But each year is a season. Oh, remember season one, season two. Season okay, three. so so now you Bill got these Republicans that are like one? all into it, and and it's like. What are they doing in television to get ready for the next season? They're like, oh, what are we going to do? We really have to come up with something 
we got we got to leave with a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and we have to start out with a bang for that new season. We have to get the people excited so that they'll watch the show, yeah, tune yeah. in because you know what? It's all about advertising. It's all about getting people watching and 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 voting. So it's just like television. So what are they doing with this big mortgage crisis for the last four years? Is it all conspiratorial now? Yeah, this is where it's getting conspiratorial. Oh, this is the cliffhanger. They've been they've been Woo-hoo! they've been building up for the last four years. They were like, you know what? This is Bush's. This is Bush two. His this is Bush two's second term. Yeah. He's going to be out in four years. We're going to need to create some sort of a crisis that the next Republican guy can come in, step in. They probably already had McCain in mind. They had this all planned out. Oh, because we want to keep we want to keep being in the top of the ratings. We want to be NBC number one. We want to be Republican number one. We want to be my beer is spritzing. Yes, we want to be the number one rated I, people. I, so vote us back in. What are the Democrats got? Nothing. No, you don't want to watch that channel. They got nothing. It's like we are going to be. We are the things. Ain't to nobody watch. wants we are the guys watch to watch. Okay, so tell me what you think about that little theory. Uh. <laughs> Half baked kook. <laughs> Welcome to the fundamental internet of all half-baked cooked ideas, folks. Crack, crack, no. Uh, Think about it, though. Yeah. It'll, you know what? My ideas are like that. They are because they're so fucking raw. Did I say crackpot yet? They're so raw. Did I but say you know nut what? job? You, you're gonna th- be thinking about this. Did for I the say next week. Homeless bum sitting on a bus station. You know what this is? <laughs> you're gonna be thinking about it all next week, though. This it's is gonna Carl all of a sudden Rose. these little. You're gonna notice. You're gonna notice little things. You're gonna be like, holy shit. Wow, look at that. Maybe not. All right, I'm crazy. Folks, write um, me and tell me I'm crazy. I think that this goes uh, 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 far deeper than Carl Rove and, and George W. Bush. Oh, I just threw those names out there. You know what I'm saying? I, the parallel I made between television seasons and and presidential seasons. And I like votes, the idea votes by, that, by, you know. I like by, the idea that this is creating, the cliffhanger yes, here. And by that, creating, you that know. That January 20th is the season premiere. Right. And that's and, when and, all this And they've known this for four happen. years. They've known this for eight years. So they kind of built that mortgage crisis in. And now Bush comes on television. Oh. I don't think so. You know what? So. We have to fix this thing. And, well. I don't. You, I mean, I don't. You don't think so. But you probably don't know what. Most of the people don't think that they do that in real te- in television. They're like, "Oh, what's going to happen?" They don't really think about. Well, I do. I think all most most of the television shows that I enjoy are well written, but generally follow the same sort of formula. Like Doctor Who, for example, I think is a pretty well written show, but it, it follows pretty much the same formula. You have a he blasts in. You have this excellent first episode. And then at the very end, you have a two-part season finale. They don't really have cliffhangers. Why wouldn't presidential elections be the same way? We're, we're a nation that's suckling on the teeth oh, yeah. of entertainment. And politics to us is entertainment. Until it starts hitting us in the pocketbook, then we really have to start paying attention. So we're going to tune in even more and start and think, oh, we better vote the right way. <laughs> Come on, it's, so totally, it's entertainment. Look at Ronald Reagan was a fucking actor, for Christ's sakes. And, yeah, he's, and he was really one that he's the favorite president if you did a poll, he's probably been the favorite president in this country for for the last hundred years or whatever, you know. Uh, but hey, well, speaking of Ronald Reagan, a lot of these problems, I believe, were actually started by him with his massive deregulation of all of these places, uh, all of these arms and these zero percent finance loans and stuff. These were all he did unregulated. That? He didn't create those packages. He deregulated the uh, banking institutions so that they were free from federal scrutiny to come up with creative ways to sell mortgages. Oh, so to get every person a home. Yeah. 
Oh, was that well, like the every chicken in a pot? No, who came up with that? That must have been a Republican. It, he was trying to kind of harken back to days. A like lot that. of people do say like, "Well, this the mortgages." A, a, a chicken in every pot. Yes, that was. That's the way it's kind of been spun. That's the way it's kind of been sold back. But I mean, every at, every American should have a house. I mean, at one point, the, the credit card uh, industry was also regulated for quite a while. Now they're deregulated. Oh my God! And look at that. I mean, a lot of these things are, the markets will fix it. The markets will regulate themselves. Let's get government oh. out where the markets can take care of it because the markets are smarter. The markets, the markets operate on profit and uh, competition. So if you have profit um. and competition mixed together, the markets will work everything out and they will regulate themselves. The government has no business in business, which is a quote. And so what you have is you have uh, telephone companies that were split apart by federal regulation, mm -hmm. split apart because they're just yep. too big. Yep. And then they're deregulated. What do we have now? All these phone companies. Uh, I think they're still they're still deregulated. There's still there's there's laws there's against like monopoly. Three. There's still laws against monopoly. There but are they're laws international corporations. So so internationally there's yeah, no but laws okay, against so monopoly. Okay, so you've got Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Great. You got competition. They do the same damn thing. I bet you they have if you look at their uh, board like of executives, I'll bet you yeah. this guy sits on both oh, boards they're and they're all each other like crazy. And they they sit together and they say, Hey, you know what? Let's, you know, this is what we're going to charge for this product. All right, we'll charge the same thing because we're the only game in business. You and me, we're the only game in business or in town. So that's where a lot of this shit comes from. So deregulating the markets doesn't create competition. It's just like the farms, man. You know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, you had hundreds and thousands of farms spread across America, family farms. Uh, and smaller cooperative farms, right? Raising all this food. Man, maybe food's a little bit more expensive. Once that shit was deregulated and they said, you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want, it became impossible for the family farmer to stay in business. So he's got to either borrow money so that he can buy another farm and buy another farm and buy another farm and buy another farm, buy another farm so that you have just these gigantic corporate farms and a little farmer guy who just wants to make a living and carry on the family farm tradition, he can't, he can't make enough money because the food is being sold for too cheap. So he has to sell out to the big corporations. And then you end up with two huge corporations that control the market. So are you just explaining this system to me? Or are you are you being a proponent of it? I'm, or a, no, I'm not a proponent of it whatsoever. I'm, so you're saying I'm, deregulation I'm, is bad. You're saying the government yeah, should have more I'm control. explaining that this deregulation that we've had in both... So well, socialism in, in is Farming acceptable. and the credit card and the mortgage industry... Not so much farming, but the credit card industry and the mortgage industry or the banking industry has created this. There should be problem. more judicial control. There should be more. There uh, needs to be more separation. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Separation. What do you mean? There should be more regulation. More by regulation the by a government body. Right. You need more banks. You can't have the entire economy in the pockets of two companies, like what you have with. Well, what Citibank. I, they're probably a subsidiary. What about I, wa no, wa I, Washington I, Mutual? I think is a is a separate one. I don't know. Do they have seven hundred billion dollars worth of assets? Probably hundred billion, maybe. Think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have no idea. Oh yeah. You should see their office in in uh, in, in, in Seattle. They've been around since eighteen sixty five or eighteen fifty. Well, AIG like or whatever. One of those has been around since. But God they're, they're knows on the, when they're on the market tanked. too, supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, there's like a Canadian bank that's offering to buy them or something too. And so. another thing that's created some of these problems is the fucking stock market, which I know you disagree with me on. I think the stock market is a bad thing. I think it creates 
greed, and I think it causes corporations to do But you were just like bad explaining things. what if you need a little bit of money, you can borrow from your stockholders who say, we're going to give you money as a corporation because we believe in you to do good things with that money, and then you're going to make us a little bit of money. What's wrong with that? That's investing. If I believe in you, Jeremy, because do you invest think, in these I companies you because make... you believe in them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Really? If you're I not believing. I would never buy in Walmart. Well, actually, well. Why the fuck not? If you could, if you could, because if you they could, might wait, make wait, money. Yeah. If you could spend a thousand bucks, so you had a thousand bucks. Yeah. And you had a, I don't, you read some articles or whatever. They're opening some new plants. They got a new market. Whatever. Um, and on Monday, you're gonna buy that stock. You're gonna buy a thousand stocks, and uh, in a month, you're gonna sell it all, and you're gonna make twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, let me That's see. not guaranteed. I own, I'm, I'm gonna lay, list off the stocks I own to you. I own. You wouldn't do that. Why not? The, the the Walmart exchange I just laid out. Well, no, I wouldn't. Actually, I would not. Okay. I mean, I don't believe you, but okay. Because it's not for sure. It's not proven. It, it can't be proven. <laughs> Obviously, there's no guarantee. But okay, right. So you've read some. If there's any right. sort of no, no, I wouldn't. If I there's wouldn't. any sort of risk, you won't do it. Uh, That's if, what the stock market is. If there was any sort of risk in a company that I did not believe in. Okay. So tell me who you're invested in. Okay. I'm invested in uh, Alliant Energy. Okay. I'm invested in Buka. Okay. Who just got bought by Planet Hollywood. Okay. And so they offered me, there was this whole deal where they offered me like a, like, uh, like 15 cents more per share than I bought it for or something. And I have like a couple thousand shares. So I actually made quite a bit of money. But I didn't tell them that I was going to sell. So now I'm like kind of in a no man's land of what I'm going to do with these shares. They're still floating around, but they're not, they've already been like offered and bought or something. Uh -huh. So now depending on what the final offer, I don't know. Anyways, um, Granite City Food and, and Beverage, which is like, yeah, I know them. They're, I like the food there and yeah, the beer's okay. Yeah. The beer's good. Um, it's gone down horribly, but I didn't have too many shares of that. GM, I bought some GM uh -huh. because I thought, Hey, you know what? Volt. GM, is not gonna is not gonna bomb. It's it's a it's a. They're looking for a federal bailout too. Or is it Chrysler? One of the two is. Well, Chrysler's Chrysler owned by part GM. Of GM. GM is fucking huge. GM's looking for GM a bailout. GM is huge. And I bought them. I bought them at like thirteen, and they're down to like ten. Actually, I think Daimler Chrysler or Daimler is selling GM. Well, that would suck because then I would probably lose some money on that. Why do you um, invest in the stock else? market? Here, possibility of federal bailout for General Motors. Right. Oh, well, that was me. <laughs> Never mind. That was um, 2005. Um, uh, Canadian what's, feds what's discussed GM bailout. T-Bone Pickens, his his company. Really? Clean Clean Energy. Okay. C L N E Clean yep. Clean Fuel and Energy Corporation. Um, but I did not even know that T-Bone Pickens owned that company. Really? Until I saw a little blip about, oh, his wife sold a couple million shares to make some money, but that stock's actually made me the most money out of all of them. I bought it okay, really okay. low, and it's gone up and up and up and up. Why do you invest in the stock market? Well, because, okay, I'll tell you why I invested in stock Because you want to make money. Because I had, right, right. I it, had. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I had. I'm not baiting I had you. all this money in an IRA that I had put away in this IRA. And I pulled some of it out to buy my house, okay? The rest of it I left in there. And I thought, okay, it's in uh, it's in some mutual funds, whatever. And I trust those guys running the mutual funds. Well, I, and, and I got these things occasionally in the mail. And then I think they lost my address or they forgot to send them to me for like a couple years or whatever. I'm like, I'm curious about this. I, I've had this for a long time. I called them up. I said, hey, what happened? This is this is me. This is who I am, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll send you this thing or whatever if you want to go online. So I went online, and I hooked in, and I started playing around. And I looked at it, and I had been losing money. Boom, 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 $100, $150 a month. It's like, holy fuck. What the fuck are they doing with my money? Piss on it. I might as well have fun with it. I might as well pull it out of the fucking mutual funds that they're sucking my money out. 
you know, basically a retirement fund, and they're just like eating that money away because I wasn't paying attention to it. Right, right, right. What right. happens? And I might as well start playing with it and keeping keeping an eye on it. Whatever happens. Yeah, it's like ten dollars, twelve dollars a trade. How often do you trade? I've I've bought and hold everything I own. And really? It's been a couple months. Yeah, and it's gone up. I've I've been up a couple thousand bucks, and I've been <clears> down a couple thousand bucks. And I'm like, you know what? I trust in these companies because I researched them, and I like them, and I believe in them, and I'm going to keep it, and it's gone back up. And it's like, eh. So you're not doing the day trading thing? Oh, fuck no. I mean, not, and when I mean day trade, you're not buying something on Monday no, 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 and selling no. it on Tuesday. I bought everything. Well, I, what have I sold? I might have sold something. Did you sell it because it wasn't doing good or because it all of a sudden jumped up or because you had a feeling? Actually, or? I don't think I've ever sold anything. <clears throat> okay. The only I reason think, I, I asked. I just bought and hold everything that the only I th- have. The only reason I, I bring that and unfortunately, you and I've written a couple. You didn't down. make my point, unfortunately. But oh. uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? When I went into it, I, w- I thought I was going to day trade. Yeah, I really did. Just to make that money. Just to make that now, money. But then, what, but I got into what it. Happens, I was like, you now what, what do you have? Like, uh, you don't have to tell me the exact amount. But uh, it's not every thousand, it's couple less thousand, less than ten thousand dollars. Got okay, whatever. Now imagine if you're doing this with ten million dollars. Well, and what is that now? If you have eighty people. That are counting people. on you, yeah. No, no, no. So you have a hundred people that all have eighty million dollars in the stock market, right? Shitloads of money, and that's what they're doing. They're like, boop, 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 moving this stock over here. Oh, this stock gave me five percent, so I'm gonna move it over here. I move it over here. Move it over here. You're not. That takes away from the stock market. You no longer believe in that company. You're saying to yourself, you're you're doing your research, and you're saying, okay, this company, whatever they do, they sell do rags in Texas. Well, they're uh, in an exclusive deal starting next week with Target to sell their do-rags. I'm going to buy them now. And when they do this market ink thing and they start making some money next week, I'm going to pull it out. I don't believe in that company. I don't care what they fucking make. But I have a feeling, based on what I've read, that they're going to make money. What do you think that does? I mean, if you keep doing that. And so I think that's marketing. I think if that company has good marketing skills, which goes back to the advertising thing that I was ranting about before. If you have good advertising skills, good marketing skills, if you can say, hey, we're a good do-rag company, yeah. <laughs> and we produce a damn good do-rag. We've been in business for 400 years. My great, 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 great grandpappy was making do-rags out of cotton down on the southern plantations. He taught the black people how to make the do-rags. And then, and then he started hiring them, or buying them to make them more. <laughs> okay, that was that a little bit uh, too far. But you know what I'm saying? If this is a good company and they're and they're a solid company and they've been doing things a long time the right way and they pay their people properly. But I don't give a fuck. Do, they, I don't give a fuck. I got 10 million bucks. I got 10 million right. bucks and in so the stock you read market. That, you read that and you're uh-huh. like, hey, they're good. And they're going to go into an exclusive deal. That's going to be a good company. I'm going to invest a lot of money in them. No. Oh, that company's like, woohoo! And it's going to go up. And it's gonna, And you know what? If it does good things, it's it's going to be all right. It's going to be good. Here's it another, doesn't matter. So who cares about the stock market? Here's another who thing. Who cares? That, but, but, but this is, goes, company, this goes, if the company wait. is doing good, it doesn't matter what that stock is doing. Who gives a fuck what it the stock is doing? It does matter what that Why? stock is, is doing. You think if because the stock goes are, down, it's going to drag the company down? Yes. Why? It, it, that's what happens when you go public. You're at the mercy of the stock market at that point. Your assets are tied up. Your assets are the stock. And if you your stock plummets down to zero, you're filing for Chapter 11 reorganization. Or 7 or whatever chapter it is of the book. Yes, everything you own is that stock. So another thing that's happened to create this financial situation that we're in is some guy comes in with $50 million. He comes to your company, which is public, and buys $25 million of your stock. 
Everybody else on the floor is like, holy shit, he knows something. Everybody else buying that stock. Cause yeah. The stock is artificially inflated. The then guys, sells the guys the on the floor at, at the company are like, woohoo, we're rich, we're rich. Look, everybody's bought our stock. The guy who artificially pumped it up sells it all at a huge profit. And then, all oh these other God. guys are like, fuck, you know, and they bail out. And then, meanwhile, this poor company's like, oh, and then they're filing for Chapter 11. And then York. another company moves in and says, Buy, we'll buy offer it. you uh, like Merrill Lynch. We're gonna, we'll give you share. 25 cents a share. Oh, you got a million shares. What does that work out to? I don't know. 250,000 bucks. There you go. And that's the problem. That see, is why then, that's the problem gonna, with the yeah. stock market. And that's and I don't think that that particular thing can be regulated. I don't think it can be regulated because I think that's just human nature. Well, if they don't go to public. I know. I As soon as those girls came into the store about noodles, uh -huh. I typed in their stock. They're not a public company. They are not traded on the stock because I was like, Ooh. maybe I'll buy some noodle stock. I, <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought that, uh, but they are not. They were like, it just did not pop up. So sure. they must be a privately held company. And there's actually there's a, a big thing. There was a big article in the paper or not article. There was an advertisement. Um, was it Sprint? I think it was Sprint. One of the big. Telecommunication company. I don't think it was not AT and T. I'm sure. Uh -huh. I don't think it was Verizon. It must have been Sprint. Is there another one? Nextel, Sprint. No, nah, Nextel's owned by Sprint. There was a big thing in there that said we are moving to the to the, to the New York Stock Exchange. We used to be on the Amazon, right, 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 right. But now we're moving to the new. So that I mean, so that's becoming the big thing is to. Oh well, we don't. We're, that's that's that creates a big school. buzz too. Sonic Founder did the same thing, and that created a huge buzz in the the whole stock because. I bought I bought That's, their stock. That is fucked up. I You're bought right. their stock, Sonic Foundries, because I believed in that company. I was like, this company makes a damn fine product. They are going to be. They still do. They're going to be huge. So I bought their stock right after they moved from Amex to uh, the New York Stock Exchange. As soon as I bought it, the stock split, and I was like, oh sweet man, this is awesome. What happened? Just all this is split. Gone. You doubled your money instantly. How no. many shares did you buy? No, you don't double your money when you when you splits. If I own 500 stocks, 500 uh, shares of a stock, and it's worth five dollars, and it splits, I now have a thousand shares that are worth two dollars and fifty cents. I have a larger potential. I have now, I now have a thousand shares in that company. So if that goes up to five dollars, then I've made money. But when it splits, you don't double your money. You just double the amount of stocks you have. Which is a good thing. You, the more stocks you, you have, bought the stock, if you bought five hundred stocks for two fifty a piece, and it splits, then you, then they were worth a dollar twenty five a piece. Your shares double. Your money does not double. If I buy a hundred shares at two dollars a piece, that's two hundred dollars. That hundred shares turns into two hundred shares worth a dollar each. I still have two hundred dollars. What the fuck is the point of that? That's because bad. I have 200 shares, and the point is... So what? You could wait, have just bought 200 shares in the first place. The point is, is when a stock's... The reason stock split split is because they get so high that nobody can afford to buy an individual share. No, or wait a or minute. Lower, right. Wait a minute. But let me finish. Okay. The, the people that are like me who can't afford to spend $60 on a, on a share of stock can't afford to buy them. So in order to try to sell more shares... They'll split it. It'll be uh, the the actual shares will be worth less, and then lower people like us who have less money can buy those shares, and hopefully, we can get that stock back up again. So you're saying, if on Monday mm -hmm. you bought 
100 shares at $2. 100 shares at $2, yep. You spent $200 on $200. 100 shares. Yep. 200 bucks. And on Tuesday it splits. And on Tuesday it splits. Now I you now have, have 200, 200 shares, shares that are worth $1 each. My portfolio is still worth $200. Now, what if... But now... But, but wait, okay. on Monday the shares were worth were worth $2, $2. each. So now you could... know what if you went back to... The, what if you went and to your trading broker and said, I want to buy another 100 shares. Would they be a dollar piece? They'd be $1. $1. $1. They'd be $1 at that point. Now what's better... Having 100 shares go up by a nickel or 200 shares go up by a nickel? Wow. What, what's better? Well, yeah, it's 200 shares. So the, the point is when it splits, you, you double your shares in the anticipation that the stock is going to continue to climb in value. And as soon as it split, it dumped? Oh, my God. Yeah, as soon as it split, it just tanked. And generally, stocks split at the height of their popular not not at the height of their popularity, but it's generally a good thing when a good thing when a stock splits. I mean, you don't take a penny stock like a, a a seven cents stock doesn't split to be worth three and a half cents. That doesn't make any sense. Microsoft just split many times because their stocks just get so high that they just create more stuff. I mean, you can't create money out of nothing. You know, you can make your shares worth less by creating more shares, but you can't just create money out of thin air. That's where recession comes in. All right, folks. Wow. Woohoo! It's been the financial hour with what your, are we at? your host. Tune in next week when we'll be talking about Robots. corn futures, yes, soy no, futures, pork bellies, pork bellies, and soy futures. And oil. There's oil. There's gold and beans. What are we talking about? Bean shares. <laughs> bean shares. I got some bean shares with you. We're going to switch from the gold standard to the bean standard. <laughs> yeah. Cookie, you're rich. I mean, you're rich. Where are all them bird beans? I don't you understand. You can't eat that gold. Beans? All right. You can eat my beans anytime. Let's wrap it up. Uh, uh, black people you can't remember at work to beans. Stocks doubling and beans. And and with a little bit of uh, um, piracy. No, uh, piracy. Par paranormal. Par par oh, a little bit of conspiracy. Conspiracy with the presidents and the televisions. Seriously, I, I'm. I, that was my new theory, but you're gonna be thinking about that all week, uh, folks. Folks, you're gonna be listening. To, you're gonna be thinking about that. Tune in next week when I may or may not have my revelation. He makes his living off of the people's taxes. Bought a suit, whoa, whoa, she slipped away. Billy Joe caught up to her the very next day. They got the money, hey, you know they got away. Headed down south and they're still running today So you go on, take the money and run Go on, take the money and run Go on, take the money and run I'm a real boy, Daddy, I'm a real boy!